Uh, welcome to Ham Radio. This is episode six. We made it. Single digits again. I don't know how we keep doing it, but... It's, what, it's groundbreaking every time. There's no more than one number every time that we, we, we make an episode. It's like we make a new one, and then we add that number to the number we had beforehand. We had that one, the number, and then we have a new number. Yeah. And then next time we do this, you're looking at my medical records over there. You go to a sleep clinic? I'm going tomorrow to a sleep clinic. What the fuck, Gunner? <laughs> Why? That, you got sleep apnea? That violates yes, the HIPAA protection shit. It violates who now? Well, I, under my HIPAA contact, I put Gunner Hotman, so oh. <laughs> he's the only one technically allowed to look at yeah. it. Yeah. I can't even look at it now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, had an, I, I have sleep apnea, like, rarely. Uh but Ansel witnessed it one time. Uh, <laughs> <when I was laughs> Live! As he's like smacking you on the chest in LA. It was, uh, yeah, it was kind of terrifying. Like I, I know like my dad has sleep apnea. I know my dad. And because we, because we always sleep in the same bed together, I've just you know, witnessed him sleep apnea. Right. Yeah. And so whenever I saw it happening to Barrett, I was like, I don't like this. I'm sure he'll be okay. And then he breathed and I was like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah, so I probably would get a sleep study done on me, which means you I should get... bring Cooper, and they can give him a CPAP as well. <laughs> we should be CPAP buddies because uh, <laughs> I've heard him <laughs> come back to life in this room. <laughs> He'll be laying down and just sit up and go. <gasps> He's just got old dog disease. Oh, <laughs> that, that took a lot out of you. It it really did hurt. Uh, I got my second vaccine today which I haven't really talked about yet. So I'm assuming this is my last healthy day on earth based on just what people say about getting the second shot. Well, um, I got the first shot and was pretty wore out yesterday. Mm-hmm. So good luck, bud. Well, my my mom got the second shot yesterday and I walked <laughs> back there and she was just laying flat in her bed. She said, everything hurts, <laughs> even my fingers. <laughs> so I was like, well, I can't wait. <laughs> Even my fingers, like I feel like your fingers will always hurt. I don't know. I don't know why that's a weird part to hurt. <laughs> Even my fingers. Like, I feel like I don't know. Like your ears hurting would be a weird part. It'd be like even my ears are hurting, but your fingers. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty common. Barrett, it hurts so bad. I hate to ask you to do this, but you're gonna have to wipe your mom's butt. <laughs> you're gonna have to do it. I can't do this alone. <laughs> if, if your mom asked you to wipe her butt, would you? No. It's not even poop. (laughs) (laughs) It's just practice. It's just practice. I know how it works. (laughs) Uh, One time, my mom. That's. There's a funny story about that. Uh, One time my grandpa, which I know is like, whoa, which one is he going with? Uh, (laughs) Wait, there was just a circle of people wiping each other's asses. Every Thanksgiving. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, one time my grandpa apparently was like really sick when my mom was a kid and he was like chair bound. Not in like a wheelchair. He was just in his his lazy boy and he just was too sick and couldn't get up. But he really needed to poop. And so he tried to convince my mom to get a frying pan and stick it under his butt so he could poop in the frying pan. Did you do it? I think bring, so. Yeah. How do, you, how do you bring up that conversation with your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I guess something very important. <laughs> You're the only one. Only home. you can do this. 
And it has to be done. Honey, I gotta poop. <laughs> but just think about, like, if you did that for your parent, every time they'd, like, talk to you, they'd be like, oh, you're in trouble now. You're like, yeah, but I helped you shit in a chair one time, so... I can do hey, it was in a pan and a chair. A pan and a chair. Okay, okay. So wait, it was just I understand the science. So I think I think just he just it under. I, yeah, I think he just kind of leaned to the side and just kind of wiggled it in. But what? If, <laughs> but, put, it, put it on the fryer. <laughs> turn on the oven. Toss it like skillet. an omelet. <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the thing is, what if it wasn't like you know a solid turd? Like if it just splattered on there and it like shot up because it's a pan. It's got edges. Yeah, you should have done just a flat pane of glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually put that uh, piece of glass up as art in our house. Now. I need you to take the mirror from the bathroom and stick it <laughs> under my ass. It's the only thing that won't ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Good friend of mine, Ansel Lee, told me stay away from poop ramps. <laughs> Why not just like a bag or something? <laughs> Listen, no. we have to do the mirror route. <laughs> So y'all have any stories in that realm or? Um, the most exciting poop story I've ever had is when me and Sykes lived together and I went to the bathroom and as Barry can attest, I have very violent uh, poops. <laughs> I'm very violent. <laughs> and, uh, and so I like, you know, went and pooped and I looked over the side and it had splattered out of the toilet onto the, uh, bro, onto the uh, shower curtain. <laughs> You need to go to a sleep study. <laughs> a poop study. Oh, Barry, the minute we saw, we signed up for a poop study. <laughs> Dude, okay. Speaking of poop study, I have another story. <laughs> my family, like, I'm pretty sure we hold a record for most poop stories. But um, when my sister was a baby, she had like this really bad bout of diarrhea, and um. The, like we took her to the doctor and the doctor was like well we can't really do much unless we have a sample of the poop yeah and we were like how are we supposed to get a sample of this baby's poop it comes out and it's just straight liquid Ew. like oh, yeah <laughs> like makes little puddles and stuff and the nurse told us to wrap her in saran wrap and then when she poops just angle it so that it pours into this cup that they gave us and then seal it and bring it back. So we go home and wrap my sister in saran wrap and then it's just a waiting game from there. And she poops. She held out for one whole week. (laughs) (laughs) It was a war of attrition with that one. It was a blitzkrieg and they were winning. Um... But no, she pooped, and then it was this whole operation of trying to keep a baby that is furious to be covered in diarrhea on the changing table while we're both maneuvering the diaper out and the saran wrap and try not to spill poop everywhere. We're trying to, like, angle it into this little cup, you know, like, you pee in. It was a whole thing. What the fuck? (laughs) And then... For that illness, when we took them the poop sample, they were like, ah, yes. You gotta put the poop back in now. <laughs> they, they were like, give her this. And you're pretty close, Ansel, because we had to give her suppositories. Oh, no. And I'll tell you what, nothing makes you feel like a disgusting human being like that. Yeah. But it was obviously something that had to be done. But to this day, that happened when she was maybe 
tuba to this day. Whenever she gets sick, we still have the suppositories for some reason. It's just one of those what? things. It's one of those things in the medicine cabinet that got pushed like way to the back, you know, for a couple of years. And then when we cleaned it out and we found them, we were like, yeah, this is I, funny. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, well, once you need them, you're going to be like, oh, well, why did we throw those away? Exactly. Like right when you throw them away, you suddenly need them. You need a suppository. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any time that she gets sick, I'm like, okay, I'll go get you some medicine. And I, I I mean, I'll grab like the Benadryl or whatever, but I'll bring out the suppositories. I'll be like, listen. <laughs> she's like, no, please. <laughs> Hear me out. And, uh, it's always so funny to watch her freak out. I'm like, I'm just kidding. Don't do a lot of that one. RIP. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to y'all's poop story. I don't know if I have a ton of poop stories. Um, I poop violently, according to everyone, and according to Sykes, it's it, like you know how sometimes you have you poop so violently, and it just <laughs> you poop so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you poop so you know when you poop so why your booty so <laughs> yeah why your booty so <laughs> <laughs> but it uh Sykes says that like consistently every time I take a shit that is the worst smelling thing that he's ever encountered we really got to get him on so we can hear the other side of this that's what he's told me speaking of uh (laughs) i think i can think of a story that we need to discuss a little bit further (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah yeah let's do it is the dismantling of your of your friends (laughs) sykes's uh medical career yeah that's the best way to partly medical career mostly just i don't know uh, just human beingness. <laughs> yeah. So walk me through what happened. Okay, so Sykes gets annoyed when people post their vaccine thing, like their cards. And I'd always told him, I was like, either I'm going to post his or I'm going to post my own just to make him mad. It's po- Post Malone, yeah. Yes. And so yesterday when I went and got vaccinated, I... You know, when he got vaccinated, took a picture of it, was talking to him about this, and I told him that I was going to post a picture of it and say that he told me to, but then I decided to say on the post that uh, like I got vaccinated, and I'm posting this just to make Sykes mad, and then under that, I said Sykes is very pro-vaccine, and that was it. Like Me and Sykes talked about it, and we were just like, oh, okay, cool, funny, haha, <laughs> and then uh, a friend of ours responded to it and he didn't get the joke at all yes yeah and uh so like i go home whatever i'm hanging out and then i'm on my way to go hang out with sykes and he texts me he's just like hey people have been texting me (laughs) asking if i'm anti-vax so my mom keeps calling me (laughs) so please delete it and i was like okay yeah cool, cool so i deleted it and then i get to his house and then we just turned it into the biggest thing known to man of just like, I've destroyed his medical career. <laughs> I've destroyed all of his friendships because people have been texting him about this. And it, uh, wait until they find out that he speed dates. <laughs> That'll really be the kicker. <laughs> wow. He speed dates and he's anti-vax. Um, and so it just, from that whole thing, I have, uh, I've ruined Sykes's life. He is very pro vaccine. Everyone. And like I'm not, know. I'm not joking right now. I'm being absolutely 100 percent serious. I don't know. I don't believe Sykes you. Sykes on the 20th is going to the place where I got my vaccine, 
and is giving people the vaccine, I have held his vaccine card in my hands. <laughs> I'm texting him right now and I'm telling him that you're saying that he's anti-vax on the podcast. <laughs> damn it, damn he's it. He's been talking for 13 minutes straight about how anti-vax you are. Uh, uh, anti-vax on the podcast. Listen, me and... Uh, I feel after this week, because like, well, what's funny is like on Monday, me and him were like... Sitting, no, wait. It was Sunday night. Me and him were sitting there and we're like... We're like having a really like nice conversation about our friendship. Oh, ain't that just so sweet? And then the next day, I ruin everything. <laughs> and I don't like, think anything could ever come between us. Like we were just so in sync. You ruined my life. Yeah. <laughs> they kicked me out of medical school. What you're saying is, you need a vaccine for being a bad friend. Oh, ooh, that's crap. <laughs> That's our live studio audience. <laughs> yeah, it uh our live studio audience is one golden retriever. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not even here. <laughs> <laughs> he was busy tonight. He was he's a, he's a guest on the tonight show. <laughs> wow, it's just so amazing. Wow, you you're Cooper. Oh you're Cooper. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. You're Cooper, sober. good friend of the show. Good friend of the show. Good friend of the show. <laughs> He just does his, he just burps. <laughs> uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 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 Cooper, Cooper. Yeah, he limps out and just, <laughs> <laughs> it just falls to the ground. <laughs> and then he goes, <gasps> and sits back up. Like, oh my God, he's alive. <laughs> wow, wow, that's just, oh, that's so amazing. Anyway, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, everybody look him up. <laughs> anyway, David Letterman. <laughs> anyway, Johnny Cochran. Don't nuts. Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran, my favorite talk show host. Daytime talk show host for about three months straight. <laughs> yeah, so you have Johnny Carson. <laughs> yes, Johnny Carson. And then you have Jay Leno. Then you have Conan mm -hmm. for a little bit. Yeah. Then you have Jay Leno again. And yeah. Charlie Chaplin. And then Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and then Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> W.C. Fields. But before Johnny Carson, in case anybody was wondering, there were two other hosts of The Tonight Show. The Lumiere Brothers. One was Alan Parr. What did you just say? The Lumiere Brothers. They made the cinematograph. <laughs> All right. The Man. Nickelodeons, you know? Yeah, Gunner, have you ever ruined a friend's life? Let me think. I probably have. Uh... Ruined a friend's life. I don't even think I've ruined a friend's reputation. I like to think I'm a decently good friend. Yeah, we'd all we'd all like to think that. Wouldn't we all like to think that we're a good friend? <laughs> but have you ever thought that if uh if there like if there's something specific that you've done in your life that has like led to the destruction of somebody else's life? Like kind of like a butterfly effect, like you decided to go to McDonald's instead of Wendy's and because of that, somebody's life is now ruined. The thing is, if I had I think, done that, I would not admit it right now. <laughs> I think about that every single day. <laughs> I did get a dude fired from Walgreens one time. Mm, that's yeah. Bad. Okay. Uh, I was in like eighth eighth grade, maybe, and uh, it was during like the big rolling phase, you know, like oh, oh yeah. we're gonna go you TP some, some TP. houses. Yeah, you have your parent take you. Yeah, and the minivan. Yeah. Um. Oh, if you want to talk about public embarrassment, since we talked about that last week. I remember going on one of these rolling escapades and you went and bought Vagisil from Walgreens. <laughs> We're about to tell the same story. 
Was that the because that was the time? Because I bought Vagisil this oh, night. I was here. <laughs> you were here. I forgot about that. It was actually Barrett who got him. Well, uh, we bought Vagisil, and the dude at the counter was like just chastising us. He was like, "Oh, y'all are real mature and stuff like that." And we were Fuck like, off, "We are bro. in eighth grade, and to and us, you work- anything with the word vag in it is funny." Yeah. So Vagisil was going to absolutely slay. It was just going to kill. Uh, and so we bought it and we went out and I told my mom, I was like, yeah, but the guy at the counter was kind of a butthole. And she went in there and had a little bit of a Karen moment uh, and got onto this guy. And the manager, like the night manager, heard it and came over there and was like, is this true? And he was like, yeah, but they were. And he was like, I don't care. Why would you talk that way to kids? And fired him. Apparently, they've been having problems with this guy. Oh, good. So you did a service. Everyone. I guess. Huh. I, uh, there was one time I was at Walgreens the night before my friend's wedding. And we went in and we were like, you know, we're going to get him a bunch of condoms and a bunch of lube and, you know, wedding night. I don't like what you're doing with your hands while you're talking about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I don't like the, this <laughs> motion go in, of rubbing your hands together. Was that you rubbing the condoms? condoms. <laughs> you have to rub them in lube and then put them on. <laughs> but don't worry. We already covered them in lube for you. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> so we went to Walgreens and got these two things. Wore them out for you. And, uh, and so I, like, I already tested them all. So I went tested in. Tested them. It was me and the guy's future. Uh, hey, what, what size penis do you wear? <laughs> I'm trying to find condoms for your, for your honeymoon. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. It's the same as my ring size. <laughs> Um, so like I went in and got the condoms and it was fine. Then I went over and he's just looking at like all the lube, very confused. And he picks up one bottle, knocks another one on the ground and the bottle just shatters and the lube is all over the floor. And he just looks at it and looks back up and just takes off running and like purchases it and runs out. Oh my God. And, and that was whenever I was having like a just extremely embarrassed and confused moment. I was like, I guess I also just pay and leave. So yeah. That happened like a year ago. What a great story that was. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And at the end of the day, I just hope everybody comes away happier and healthier because of it. They won't. But yeah, probably I, not. I Every, everything I say that. is evil and vile to someone. Yeah. Most Stephen King books? Yeah. Well, it's one. You got Dr. Sleep. Nice. Right there. Uh, it's weird that I don't have any other Stephen King book. I feel yeah, like. that's the one that you do have. I... Yeah. Did you see the movie? Yeah, I did. With who? Who's in it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you do. Who's in no. it? You know who's, who's, who's in he it. He played Obi-Wan. He did. He did, yeah. And his like... name? Mr. McGregor. Sir Ian McClellan. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McGregor. You got Connor it. McGregor? Oh, wait. Now, I'm, now I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I said it and he said what is his name <laughs> we threw out his name <laughs> it's Conor McGregor Conor McGregor you know fa- everyone's favorite uh, master in the prequels yes alright y'all talk <laughs> yeah I read Dr. Sleep it's just it, the only reason I have it because it's the first uh, it was like the only book I started reading it and then I went to Walmart and to buy the hard copy. And there wasn't any other like Stephen King books that were at Walmart at the time. So I just kind of stuck with Dr. Sleep and I'd already read the shining. So 
I didn't just jump into Dr. Sleep without reading The Shining first, but it's just, I only like to read books if I'm currently reading them or if I yeah. see them for like $2. Yeah, if you're like, currently reading the book, then yeah, yeah of course like, you're going to want to read it. Yeah. Well, no, that's not what I mean. The series? Typically, the I series. will. Typically, the series? Guys, let me fucking talk. <laughs> so like with the Harry Potter books, I'm not going to go out and spend $80 on a whole set of Harry Potter books. But I found those four books specifically at the the, the, the what your mic is stacked on at Goodwill for two bucks each. And I'm like, okay, even though I've already read those books, I like to, I want to keep like books like the physical copy for the books that I've already read too. Like, okay. but only if I can buy them for super cheap. But I'll pay probably near full price occasionally for a book if I'm currently reading it on my phone or something. Because I have like a mental a weird mental trick to where if I have the physical copy with me. I'll read it much faster, even if I read it like mostly on my phone, like or listen to an audiobook, because I can track my progress visually. Uh, I don't know; it's weird, dude. But... I'm I'm watching One Piece right now, which you know is ridiculously long. Oh yeah, but I I went ahead and bought all of the books because I I'm gonna once it ends, I'm gonna reread it just to get through it quicker. Um, but I'm watching episodes and then tracking where I am in the books and it makes it feel like I make so much more progress than I am. Because when I look at like, oh, I'm on episode 538 out of 970, like that feels like nothing. But when I'm on book 63 out of 90, that makes me feel like I'm two thirds done, you know? But so, yeah, I totally get what you mean by like having the physical copy and still reading it on your phone, but being able to look and track the progress in the yeah, book. It feels much better. I don't That's know. why I prefer just to read uh, physical books anyway, because like my mom reads everything on her phone or on like an iPad or something. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it because like, yeah, I can see a bar at the bottom, but it feels like I just have so much more to read. But when I like hold it and can like feel like I've actually flipped four pages or I can just kind of notice that like oh i just like now this side's heavier than this now. side i just got a chunk yeah it i'm i i i don't like look read books on my phone or on my ipad i only read like the physical copy or i listen to an audiobook right because with an audiobook i'm just kind of immersed in that world it doesn't really matter i can just pause it whenever but and then with the book like i have to physically like hold it open and like I hate when people get mad if you like dog ear a book. Some people, you get mad. I mean, if it's my, I, if, I only get if it's my book. I'll do it. If it's like a book like I got a from library's the library's book, yeah. No, God, no. That's very rude. I used to dog ear my books all the time. Honestly, I used to treat my books like crap, dude. But um, now that I have like shelves, and I love to have like nice and neat looking. This another reason why I bought like box sets of One Piece because it it's all uniform. Uh. But now that I like to have that, I refuse to like damage my books. Like when I was reading um, Ahsoka, I bought it from thriftbooks.com and you can get books that were so ridiculously cheap, dude. Um, But they sent me like, I I can't remember what it's called. It's like an editor's copy. So it has like a cover that's like not finalized and it's like a different size and it's like formatted differently. It's the same book though. Maybe with like typos in it um so when i got that i was like uh this is not the cover and so i like did some googling and i was like why did they send me this so like as far as i know it's like rare in quotes uh 
I don't think anybody would pay anything for it. But to me, it's cool because it's like, oh, that's kind of a cool collector's item yeah. to have. Definitely. So when I was reading it, I refused to like crease the spine. Right. So I would like hold it so awkwardly. I would like pinch the back of it together to keep the spine from like creasing. Yeah. So I would have to like hold it and like tilt my head to like read into it and stuff. And I did the same with um, a different Star Wars book too because it was like, it was listed as like fair condition and I got it for like six bucks. But when it came, it was brand new. Yeah. Like the edges were sharp, dude. It was paperback too. It was ridiculously good. Uh, and I didn't want to crease that one either. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those like tall skinny ones where it's like Tarkin. Uh, so you can show Ansel. Or do you not have it up there? With Is the it like those over to the left? I can't see. Pa- like Oh, Tarkin's stuffed in the middle right there between the... the- oh, well, you see how like tall and skinny it is? Yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. like the actual size of any book ever. It's like that. And so I would have to hold the book. I would read it and like pinch the back so I didn't like crease it like that. And I would have to tilt into it to right. read it because I didn't want to mess it up. So when I put it back on my shelf, it would still look brand new. See, for my, if, I feel like if I paid a lot for like a nice set of the Lord of the Rings. Right. And like the Silmarillion and, and everything. And it was like leather bound. I probably wouldn't read those because I have the Lord of the Rings that I've read through so many times. It's just completely destroyed. And I love to do that to books. It's just like read them so much that they're basically falling apart. Right. Um, but like, and the thing, like I, I, I like, or I used to read a lot. I feel like everybody did. Now they Same. don't. I used to read a ton but, and then school literally like killed my joy for reading. Yeah. So the Lord of the Rings are the only books that I would go out and buy like a hundred dollar set of, uh, the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings and the Silmarillion. But uh, other than that, I don't really give a fuck about anything else that I would spend that much money on. I'd destroy any book. I'm like a shredder. I, mean, I wouldn't spend money like on a book you know like even when i bought the box sets of one piece i got like one through 23 for like 125 or something i can't really remember but um when you buy like a regular manga it's usually like nine dollars i think is (laughs) cooper nine dollars is kind of like the the going rate for most of them yeah um but when you broke it down uh, and you did like twenty three or one twenty five divided by twenty three. It ended up being like seven, so it was like two dollars cheaper for every book. And when I looked on thrift books, some of those books buying like second hand would be like fifteen dollars. And so I just kind of did the math and decided that this would be cheaper. That's the most I've spent on books. It's one hundred twenty five uh, each box set across like three different box sets. So I spent like almost six hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but for like the Game of Thrones books, or right. The- Song of Ice and Fire, I bought just the cheapest mm-hmm, like set same. I could because I was like, I don't. But I, I also have to make sure that they are all the same size because you have like the tall versions of those books and oh, you have yeah, like I bought the short at, fat I bought versions them as a set, and so right. they're like all the same size. That would that would have been awful. Like, awful. If I'm reading a series, I can't jump from different book format to different book. Format. Yeah, that same. would drive me insane. Like all, it's so funny because I. Got all the Percy Jackson books on thrift books. And then yeah. for all of the sequel series, The Heroes of Olympus, I asked for Christmas. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to splurge. I'm going to ask for the hardback, baby. Yeah, so baby. like all of the Percy Jackson books are paperback because I can't have one be hardback. They all have to be paperback. And then all of the sequel series is hardback. That's why I have like 
two different Lord of the Rings sets, and one was like the one I they bought through my Lord of the Rings class at Washington, right? Uh, which was like really cheap. And then I have the ones that like my dad bought for me whenever I was young, and I'm like those are the ones that like I've read them through a ton. They're in better condition, but the ones I got uh, from Washington are much Jesus, <laughs> much Jesus, are much Jesus, are much more um, destroyed. <laughs> It is our college's slogan, actually. It's just much, much Jesus. Much Jesus. See how much Jesus. Much Jesus. Much Jesus. Jesus much. Much Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> All right, welcome to school. Everybody open up your shitty Lord of the Rings books. To- <laughs> Barrett, how do you feel about collecting bugs? Yes. Well, I, I didn't really become... Any sort of reader until you got glasses. Yeah, yes, and I was like, "Well, this is what it <laughs> wow. is. This is amazing." You guys just—how young were you when you had glasses? You were pretty young. Yeah, I got glasses in second grade, <laughs> yeah. I think. So pretty early. Cool. And ever since then, he was forced to read. Yeah. <laughs> you see this do now? Good. Read a lot of it. <laughs> uh, I wasn't big on like I mean elementary school. I read enough to get by with the AR points, but yeah, that destroyed any sort of love for reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got to, I think it was when I got to college, I, I, I got a good system of like downloading eBooks and stuff or yeah. just I, at least having enough time to be like, I could read this. Like I was just, I don't know. Uh, but especially in the last year or so, I started reading a lot more and with Star Wars, it kind of kicked off like, uh, okay, I, I, I think I enjoy reading now. I'm at an age where I can enjoy this and now I'm trying to desperately catch up on books that I had never read before. So like last year I read a lot of Stephen King, uh, and now I'm reading through all of Harry Potter. And so I'm just, what's after Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I read the Hobbit and that's all you need. Yeah, that's all, that's all I got. No. Uh, the, the thing is, I am, I'm very antsy about reading some... Go on. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really antsy about reading stuff that like I've already seen, but at the same time, I'm like, I only want to read the books of like stuff that I've seen before. Oh, so it, you're at a... You're at an impasse. Yeah, because I read all of the, the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. You did? The first one. I was yeah. about to say you read all yeah. like five I, re- I, re- Sorry, I forget around? the first one's called Game of Thrones. The whole series is yeah. <laughs> Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, that's what I did. I read Game of Thrones. The rest of them and are that, just kind of it took. So, I've read half of Game of Thrones, and I'm like, I know what happens. That's the thing. It's so true to the show, the, and I was I, so I, I heard well. The first book is so Jesus Cooper is so true, and then after that, it, that's where you see it like, starts to venture out. But it took so much energy out of me to read the first one. Yes, because I was like, oh. I know everything that's about to happen, but I still have to read it anyway, just to know for sure that I was like, I don't know if I can do this because it's also like, I don't know, like sometimes it's so slow in the book too that it just drains you after a while. Yeah, because imagine, I mean, I'm sorry for interrupting. I was just gonna fine. say like, it, I feel like if you took the shows and then converted them into a book it'd still be extremely hella slow because like, you know, it's supposed to be faster paced on screen and everything, but still that show is so long. Right. Yeah. That like, even if you did the reverse, it would still be a pretty hefty book. But Mm -hmm. not nearly as much. Not nearly, but it's still be like a lot of the, it's a lot lot of it is descriptors for scenes or things like that or like not, not a lot of it's action or words. Yeah. Which is my problem with Stephen King. Can't get past that. I tried to read it specifically three times i've tried to read other stephen king books i only got through half of it before i called it quits half yeah of what 
Continue. Anyway, and so he talks about like Georgie's <laughs> yellow rain slicker and it being like he, I kid you not, went on for two pages about things that were yellow and like the yellowness of the autumn leaves and like the uh. school bus that Georgie would ride. And I was like, dude, it's yellow. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you have like, I, I, I feel like it was kind of a, a weird one because. It's like what is it, eight hundred pages or something it's, like that? Yeah, it's a big boy. <laughs> really? And then I think it's more than eight hundred. I think it's like, it a, like a two stories. Like yeah, it, it alternated throughout the book, going back and forth okay. in time so, periods, yeah. as where like the movie is just yeah, one, like one half between. like every other chapter, and then yeah. <laughs> but when I was reading it, like the kids sections, because I had just seen the movie, so I was obviously like, no, I'm gonna read the book. Um. How the, is it again? I'm going to read the book. Uh, <laughs> the kids' sections were a slog to get through, but the adult sections were new, so it, yeah. it kind of kept me engaged, but I just dropped it after like 250 pages. Yeah. Reading, I was just going to say, reading The Shining took such a long time for me because it, it's a huge-ass book, but it, I, I was really entertained during it because it's so much different than the movie. And really? The movie it was really all I knew. and I love was, the movie. It even made watching Doc. It was weird because... Reading Doctor Sleep is like, okay, this is the sequel to the book of The Shining, which is a nice transition. And when you watch the movie Doctor Sleep, it's also kind of a sequel to the book The Shining, uh, which I thought was like, that's really going to throw people off because... Wait, so it's not a sequel to the movie, it's a sequel to the book? In, in a lot form? of ways, it's the sequel to the book. That's wild. And in some ways, it kind of changes some things about... like It adds some things in Doctor Sleep, the movie that weren't in the book Dr. Sleep, but were in the book The Shining. So yeah. it kind of, Bridges I don't know, back. Yeah. In, in, a, in a weird way. Um, but the book The Shining is in the same kind of tone where it's just such a slow build. Yeah. Like you need to know every little thing about Danny and Jack and uh, wife, um, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Mrs. Torrance. Um, fuck. Um, Leslie. No. Lesbian. Oh my God. Um, The Shining is Jack Torrance, Danny Torrance, and Wendy. Wendy Torrance. Wendy. Oh my God! Thank God. Um, and the whole how the the hotel comes to demise and who lives and who dies like it changes a lot in the book itself. So it was it was fun just getting to all of those parts, especially because they were terrifying. Uh, almost a lot, a lot of ways more so than the movie. Which I still love, but it's just crazy how different those two things are. Yeah. Was there ever a book that you read in a like high school or for a class that you ended up like ended up like loving? Oh, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Same. That was one of the only ones that I actually like read. Well, I read like To Kill a Mockingbird too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh I would just I never read any of the books that were assigned. I just did, you know, Spark Notes or Cheated. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Huh, but interesting. Yeah. Go go on. Oh no, my permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I I read Fahrenheit four fifty one and then like To Kill a Mockingbird. Did you read A Painted House? No. In ninth grade, I read that one as well, and it's because it's set in Arkansas. Oh, and cool. that one was like kind of mid. It was okay, but it was the first book that like I had ever enjoyed but then there were others like the outsiders did you read that one yeah i read it i i didn't i didn't even watch the movie i didn't even go to school that day <laughs>
I read like I mean it was fun when they would get into fights and stuff, but other than that, I was like I don't really I don't really care about Pony Boy. <laughs> like, right, yeah, it doesn't bother me. But like with Fahrenheit four fifty one, it was like burning people. I like that. Mm. I could I could dig that. But I just like the world that it built up in itself, and especially when you get to the end and he's looking out and you know the giant nuclear bomb is being dropped on the city. I was like that shit's tight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude, the world building and that was yeah absolutely insane. What about the Giver? Do you remember the Giver? I got so bored with the giver. Me too. All I remember is that they would kill the babies. Yeah. I remember specific because we played the audiobook for that. Because I wasn't, I remember specifically in sixth grade, I was in an all guys class for English and math because it was like some weird thing my school was doing that year with like, we're going to take the kids that, uh, I, I, apparently this was more of like an experiment that I knew at the time, but they specifically picked like 20 kids that, I guess they thought uh, needed more friends. <laughs> this is so weird. I'm so this is the sad. truth, though. And my mom didn't tell me that this is what was happening until. <laughs> and it's I, so funny because I bet your mom signed you up for it. Probably. She thought you didn't have friends. I, I guarantee you that's what happened. And so, uh, yeah, I didn't learn that until later. But we listened to like the audiobook, and it went, and I still wasn't in like advanced math or, or advanced English or anything. Which was fine. I loved it. Uh, I wish I didn't do that, that crap. Yeah, ex- me either. Because I did. I started doing it in ninth grade, uh, and I regretted it because it doesn't matter. Yeah, I tell people all the time that like, even if you're AP or not, it doesn't matter because Trent was AP and had like hella credits coming into college, and he now graduated at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. it really doesn't give you that much of a leg up. Oh, I came in with 33 hours and was supposed to graduate in three years, and mm-hmm. I just kept pushing it back with stuff. I was like, I don't want to graduate early. That sounds right. awful. Like, the summer before my... Oh, back to the thing I asked earlier. The book that I love is Kind of Monte Cristo. It's the greatest book known to man. Alexander Dumas. Everybody should read it. But <laughs> the story about me deciding to stay all four years. So I was supposed to graduate a semester early, and I was sitting in Colorado next to a lake with a mountain on the other side. And I looked at it, and I thought, I don't want to graduate early, <laughs> you know, as you do. Right, yeah, mountains always make me think about graduation. Yeah. So then I had, like, enough accounting credits to where I, if I had taken three more classes, I could have gotten a minor. And so I, like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. All right, all right, we're talking about an accounting minor. Whoa, oh, whoa. It's not better at all. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so I went to my dean and like figured it all out toward the only they had to push one class back to second semester and that class was Spanish 2 with Barrett and that's and that's why we became friends was because I did not want to graduate early I knew it I always thought about that but now <laughs> like, I have why is he here so that time that he spaced out in class he was seeing that mountain <laughs> when we were in when we were in LA um he looked out and just was staring at like the the sunset kind of going down and he just said they should name a boulevard after this <laughs> <laughs> no it was just like really quiet for a while and i just looked at him he was staring out and then he just said the mountains fade into the sun <laughs> and he just paused for a couple of seconds and he just said is that a good line <laughs> <laughs> That is one of the most ansel things I could think of. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. The Which she was right. The mountains were fading into the sun. The mountains were very clearly like in view on the right side of like our like the ocean front, and they just kind of faded into the the sunset to where you couldn't see them anymore in the in the yeah. horizon. And it was it was a nice line. It, it fit. 
It made sense. The mountains did fade into the sun. I stand by it. it I looked, didn't say it was a bad line. It looked cool as hell. I, dude, I don't doubt no, it. Listen, guy, guys. I was there. You don't was, have to convince me. It was awesome. I loved every second of it. The mountains, dude, they faded right. They faded it, was, right. it was like, I don't, the sun, I'm trying to figure out what <laughs> exactly a, we it We get it. We know <laughs> what it, it like. A, like. F- I'm trying to figure, was it like a fog that the sun was like? Sun fog? No, because the sun, because the sun wasn't like super low. Um, it was like so pretty high, but there was like some kind of haze that was surrounding it, and then like it, the sun illuminated that, and the mountains went into the fa- into the haze, and then it was. I was like, "This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen." <laughs> is that and a good so, line? And he declared, "The mountains fade into the sun." It was beautiful. That's the first line of your memoir. The mountains fade, or uh. Can you tell me what I'm, <laughs> you tell what I'm saying? Because I know I'm making sense. I know I'm making sense. That or I shot my dad in Reno. Oh, I like that. Could you shoot your dad in Reno? I think it'd be better if you started it off by telling the story, telling a story, or just alluding to you shooting your dad in any city, really, and uh, then you never talk about it in the memoir. But it's the opening line. It's oh, the yeah. title of the book. Well, that's like whenever I made that video. It was called Two Heroes in the City of Atlantis." For uh, that one class I watched off. And then... <laughs> There's so many. Okay, you know the one where you take the superhero class? Oh, yeah. And then you like, oh, yeah, make yeah, a video? Jasper told you. <laughs> yeah. Man, have you, I haven't shown you the video that we had to make for that class, but I need to. You need to. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but so for that one, it was called Two Heroes in the City of Atlantis. Never go to Atlantis. But, and, and, and I was like, nobody's going to care about that. And at the end, one girl just goes, so when did y'all go to Atlantis? And I was like, oh no, I'm confused another populace. <laughs> Is that a good line? Another good line? I've confused another populace. <laughs> One who's in the population. <laughs> Are you clapping with your hands over there? Not you my hands. No? Your cheeks? It's one hand and one foot. Oh. I just looked to my left and Gunnar was clapping his cheeks in front of the mic. <laughs> then I punched you. <laughs> Is that just a bag of batteries down there? Yeah. What you need that for? To hit somebody? So, funny story about that. This actually came straight from Bobby Bones himself. Really? After we got... He crushed after... a bus and then handed you a bag of batteries. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was uh, from... The people that worked on the set, they had a bunch of extra... I guess they get rid of what all the batteries. What do you mean, what? <laughs> no, they keep going. They got a bunch of extra batteries. Yeah, I guess they replace all their batteries every time they go to a new place. So they have fresh batteries for everything. Yeah. And so... Uh, Don't you? Well, no. Hence why I'm using a bag of old batteries. Okay. okay. Uh, and so they're like, does anybody want these? And I said, yes. And here we are. Bag of batteries. Eating batteries. Just, just snacking on batteries <laughs> every day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My arm is sore. Mine too. I'm not. What are you? Are you anti-vax or something? Me and Sykes. <laughs> Sykes is not. Sykes is very much. He has his We vaccine. have a group. <laughs> Sykes has had both Yeah, we're called the sh- Republican Party. Sykes has had both his shots. He has his card. I can show everyone. We've started posing as nurses and just injecting air into people. <laughs> oh, God. That'd kill them. <laughs> you checked that'd kill them. 
<laughs> and we started giving people oxygen poisoning. <laughs> Tell me one time when you've ever someone's ever injected air into someone and they've died. It's a good point. We did it to Dondo three years in a row and he lived. <laughs> We would we would put a, a bike pump up his butt and just jump up and down. <laughs> up his butt. <laughs> One time he flew. He did. <laughs> he said, thank you. <laughs> uh, but then he was stuck in that tree like an old kite. <laughs> Within 10 seconds. <laughs> thank you. He just branches. <laughs> We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> Can you get me down? I have an 8 a.m. <laughs> but yes, you can. Something very bad can happen if you inject someone with air. No, I know. And you can't do air bubbles either. It's what they the, the old flick a flick. Flick a flick. Excuse me, doctor. Did you give it the old flick a flick? Oh my God. Thank you. I forgot. <laughs> you almost died. Oh, you're the worst doctor. <laughs> You the same guy that stabbed that guy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dr. Malpractice. <laughs> Dr. Simpson. Oh, Man, Simpson. why am I the only one with no shoes on? I don't know why you come in and immediately take off your shoes. Yeah, what are you? Taking your shoes? I was already here. <laughs> you live here and you're wearing on. your sneakers. Did you go anywhere Which is today? the weirdest thing. Yeah, you did. Go, vaccine. You did go somewhere today. Anywhere else? You no. run the errands today? When'd you go get the mail? When you I saw did. you eating Arby's out in front of my house. So listen, folks. I saw you eating my mail. Arby's is a ridiculous place. Don't try to defend it. I'm not. Whoa, de- oh, no, whoa, no, 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 whoa, no, 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 One, I love Arby's. Arby's is great. I wasn't about to defend that. I was about to. We're going to go to Arby's and we're going to get some sliders. No, one time I went to Arby's, I um I had massive diarrhea and I refused to go back. <laughs> Sounds like me and Applebee's, so I it respect like that. Me and I no, I was actually just coughing, so I would get out of this situation. <laughs> you bitch. Julie's and Arby's. Uh, Arby's. Ar- Arby's. <laughs> Julie's and Arby's. <laughs> Applebee's and Arby's. Into Arby's. <laughs> I needed Arby's. <laughs> I would. Chili's and Applebee's are the same place. They and... are. That's why I eat at Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's more options at Chili's. I feel like when the one time I've been to Applebee's, there weren't as many options. I feel like Applebee's is just less Tex-Mexy. I mean, even though like Chili's isn't Tex-Mexy, they still have like... I don't even know how to describe queso? it. I mean, they'll have like queso and salsa, but they'll also... They have like... Uh, like they have, they have like tacos and fajitas and stuff. Applebee's isn't really about that. But I I, Applebee's, I feel, I think, Kazidian, never been. I think they mostly have like burgers and stuff. Yeah, I'd it's, say it's burgers. more Midwestern. Right. It is. It is a. a I feel like there's a menu at Applebee's. There's a triumvirate of of restaurants like that. There's your Arby's, mm-hmm. your Chili's, and your Red Lobster. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just thinking about throwing Hardee's into the mix with the Arby's and Applebee's. Just hard to Arby's. Arby's? Arby's. Hard to Arby's. Part of Arby's. Okay, what were the triumvirate that you, what was the triumvirate that you said? Arby's, Chili's, Red Lobster. See, it's just the seafood aspect of it does not match up for me in that regard. Yeah. I feel like they all have the well. You know what? I feel like they you have the same what? vibe. There's four. Olive Garden. I feel like they all have the same vibe. 
of just being large chain restaurants. I don't know. Yeah, that like you go out and you're like, oh, where do you want to? Let's eat somewhere nice. And you say Chili's. People are like, I guess. It's like, it, like <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're all so close to being nice, but right. they're not there. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's not fast food, and it's not a steakhouse, so yeah. it feels a little nicer, but it's not like. I'm going to go it's have not a, like a special night. Yeah, it's not like you have to wear shit. a sport coat or something. But you could. Yeah. Good, but you'd look like a fucking weirdo wearing a sport coat and chilies. <laughs> you said that'd be wild. Oh, no. So you need to tell us? <laughs> uh, no. No, I eat chilies in like really casual clothes. Yeah, I eat chilies naked. I <laughs> let, me, let me tell me this, Ansel. Because I feel like you... I feel like you're a person who enjoys going on like dates i go on a lot i feel of like dates. you're single and uh that is correct people. but i feel like you especially i feel like you're always going out on like a first date that's true you are like you can never find love is what i'm saying no i feel like you i feel like he just only loves first dates is the thing second dates are boring to him he's a I man on the run i don't remember the last time he went on a second date with someone and i think it's not his fault i, I think he just loves doing first dates i think it is my fault one because time, I, well, one time he went on the first date with a girl and really liked her, and then wondered why they never went on a second date. And so he texted her, and she said, "You never asked." <laughs> <laughs> We've that, cracked the code. And at that point, she was no longer interested in going out with me. <laughs> I had waited way too long, six years. Yeah, like there was a girl I went out with a week ago. Yeah, about a week ago, and no. <laughs> I was like trying to think of some other way to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm stuck now. <laughs> uh, but we went out and like, you know, had her, like, I can normally tell, I'm like, okay, this person is one either really, I'm a really weird person and a lot of people are really boring to me. And so that's one of the problems whenever I go on dates. I feel that. Um, the second problem is I don't respond to text well unless it's like y'all. Right. Unless it's unless the boys. It's like, unless it's my friends. Uh, I just, I'll take like a day and a half to respond to someone's text and she would like respond really fast until she stopped responding. <laughs> After I didn't respond for like a day and a half, I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like, and then I would just say everything I did for the rest of the day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can see why these don't work out. But also like, I don't know people are really boring. And I just feel like every time you go on a date, you will be like, yeah, and I just talked about the Beatles for, for an hour, six hours. and then I talked about Pants the Movie for a little bit. And, and then I looked up, she was gone. Right. <laughs> and I looked up, it was Dondo across from me. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I like to go I like to go out with gals who love John Mulaney is really basically it. Yeah. Basically, my dream girl. There is a John tri- Mulaney. I feel like there is a triumvirate for Ansel's soul as well. Where it's just John Mulaney, the Beatles community. I was gonna say SNL. Uh, Bro, SNL probably like the entire, like the whole just SNL uh, tops community. I feel like there's a triumvirate of TV shows for him though too, because that would have been SNL, Avatar, and Community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but those like, um, I mean, like Avatar has always been a like. Go, I've loved whenever I because like whenever I watch it, but I honestly I'm trying to think of like show like Frasier at one point's been up there. 
I don't really know any other. All right, shows. there's four shows. You're, you're, I mean, you're gonna think of ten once we stop. Recording. Oh, absolutely. But right now, I, I'm just like I have a very limited amount of things. You can I like. listen. Barrett can attest. I'm the same way. I find one thing. I get hooked on it. I make everybody know it's my personality, and then I move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm the exact same way. He said, uh, "In in the time that I've known Gunner, <laughs> I mean, he's the first had, one he's gonna say is super mega." Well, super mega, but I mean, further back, you had Game Grumps for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and I know specifically, uh, junior year in college, it was Queen for a really. long time. It was time. Queen for a really long time. Uh, you were because I had I, just seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I do love Queen. <laughs> Queen is great. Queen's fantastic. Um. Oh God, I'm gonna try to think now. Um, like there's some like that are obvious that are just always consistent. Like panic's always consistent, but that's not worthy enough. I'm trying to think of some that you were like, I gotta. You had a hook on them for a super long time. Um, fuck. The cycle is is that someone will show me something. Yep. And then I'm like, I will know everything about it. Yeah. You'll make the person who showed you it hate it. Yeah. 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 That's what I do. And then I just move on like it was like, I'm, we're like tornadoes. We take in everything. (laughs) We throw it around for a bit and then, and then hurt everyone that you love and then you leave (laughs) and then you're gone. Then that's it. Yeah. Ansel has started listening to the weekly planet and now he's gotten to the point where he brings up stuff that. I don't know about <laughs> so and this has happened within like a month of him listening to them I've listened to so yeah y'all showed it to me probably two months ago yeah and I've listened to every podcast going back to like June of last year God, that's so many I've watched all of just so many of their videos it's uh, that Conan O'Brien needs a friend is very much on there because I love Conan O'Brien to death. And, but he always has fantastic people on, like Bob, uh, the Pine Seven, Pine Sugar Pine Sugar Seven, Pine Seven. Yeah, that was sophomore you were year on them for a while. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you two more. I don't know you. You, I don't think I talked to you as much about it, but Kingdom Hearts for a really long time, mm-hmm. probably like the last table for me. Really? Fable's the big video game that Never I Never played Fable. <gasps> it's... I'm trying to think of just like other random artists that you got really hooked on for a while. Uh, I And then right now, I would probably say One Piece is the thing that I'll just bring up all the time. Because yeah. this is like the ninth time I've said it in this podcast. Grey Worm, what's his name? <sighs> Raleigh Ritchie. You love Raleigh Dude, Ritchie. he's so good. <laughs> he is. Have you listened to his new album? No, I haven't listened to Raleigh Ritchie's new album. You really should, dude. I mean, I like the stuff that you always played, but I remember there was a while where all you played was Raleigh Ritchie. It's <laughs> like, I can't, yeah. can't only listen to Raleigh Ritchie. Yeah, I know. There was a, a time in high school where I was really big into the Muppets. Mm. Love the Muppets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I bet you know a lot of Muppet lore. Not particular. I mean, I've seen most of the movies. I've watched a lot of episodes. I used to listen to the different variations. Audition for every part. Yeah. <laughs> I Fucked list- Kermit. listened uh. to a bunch of different variations of the theme song, of which the only difference is at the end, whenever an instrument is played, it's just something different. Like, the entire rest of it's the same. But the last, like, trumpet, or it'll it'll be something different. I think Ansel and I are just going to marry each other. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Do you like the Muppets? I would be lying if I said I didn't. <laughs> Barry, you like the Muppets? Yeah. 
But also, whenever I was, whenever, whenever I was little, I like that I proposed marriage to him, and he said, "I don't see why not." And he liked the Muppets, and I said, "Yeah." Then he asked you if you liked the Muppets. <laughs> we all get what was going to happen if I said I also like the Muppets? We'd all get married. What do you mean? No, no you'd be thing. faced with a choice. No, well, then you, because you asked me. Oh, I mean, you didn't have to do it just because I asked. No, I go with those who want to be with me. Anyway, but also, <laughs> but also, but whenever I was little. I always like I always wanted to be David Letterman. And and I was like I really loved like old timey show business, like talk shows and all that fun stuff. And so I would just I would watch like a I would just watch the Muppet show and I was like, I want to be Kermit. That's what I aspire to be. I wanted to be. to be a fusion of Kermit and David Letterman. Hand, or their hand up my ass. All the time. And I wanted to be David Letterman. <laughs> except, when, except when I'm riding a bike and my legs look really, really long and weird. Mm. You ever seen the video of Kermit riding a bike? Yeah, you know what movie that was in? Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Show movie? Hmm? Is it the Muppet movie? Like the first one? Uh, no, they're like it, was a, it was a Kermit-specific movie is the one I'm thinking of. Huh. I can't think of. It was a relatively recent one, and by relatively, I mean like two thousands. Yeah, Max Keeble's big, big Muppet. Kermit. <laughs> yep, that's it. Which one was it? I can't remember the name no, of it. I was hoping you would. Nope. Uh, but yeah, like you know, just big, big Muppet guy. Basically, every like a bunch of different things I've read and watched enough about that I can have a conversation with people. Green Lantern was another one I was really hooked on for a while. Oh. God damn it. No. <laughs> well, you... I just remembered that I embarrassed you so bad in the Sandella's line. Go no, on. I went along with that one. That one was fine. Oh, but it okay. was just annoying because you kept bringing it up. What'd I, you do? Uh, I think it, my, my shtick was I was going to act annoyed because you were we acted like we didn't know each other and you, yeah. all you wanted to bring up was Flashpoint or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, it was Blackest Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Flashpoint. Two different things. Flash. <laughs> Which is my favorite hero of all time is the Flash. The Flash and Green Lantern are really good friends. Which Flash and which Green Lantern? All of them are really good friends with each other. So like Barry Allen is good friends with Hal Jordan and Wally West is good friends with uh, Kyle Gardner and like just going down the line. Wait, wait, what was his name? I thought it was Guy Gardner. Oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, Guy Gardner is the ginger. What's his name? Uh, Kyle Rayner. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was my bad. Uh, but in the superheroes class, when we talked about yep Did the lanterns, and we they talked about all the lantern cores, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And in fact, I had a friend in high school named Joe that like had just read Blackest Night and was telling me about it. I was like, man, I should really look at that up. And so I read all of Blackest Night and loved it. And so I was like, man, Kyle Rayner's really cool. I'm gonna go and read from his introduction until current, and I made it through. All of the 90s. He was introduced in like 91. I read from 91 to 2002. Every appearance of Kyle Rayner as the Green Lantern. Yeah. In like two months. Jesus Christ. So obviously I talked about it a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, in, Whenever you took the superhero class, you know how at the end you have to do like a quiz bowl style like. Oh, I crushed, dude, dude. Me too. I should, like, I, honestly, I was kind of pissed because, like, I didn't do a lot of the math side of that stuff because it was boring. Yeah, but the superhero stuff, I killed. Yeah, I killed. And so, like, you know, he gave a he gave a cap that you could only get, like, 10 bonus points. 
and everything after no everything after that you got like it just spread around to the rest of your teammates until you had all filled up and gotten 10 points of bonus points he did not do that for us but dude i was crushing it and there was a dude in my class i can't remember his name but he was really obsessed with norse mythology and he was haven't we all been he he wore like the the cloak around yes kyle he was in that class and there was like a whole section on thor and i it was me against him and like obviously like you know a soccer player and like someone else yeah uh, people who don't care people about the who don't care oh yeah they've seen like the avengers movies and that's it um and so this dude was like he was he would bring like this little like metal mug with like a like a like a tooth as like the handle to class every day and he would wear like this bearskin like shawl like I mean, he looked like he was trying to be a Viking. Yeah. Uh, and so he like sit down next to me and we both had our buzzers and I proceeded to kick his ass, dude. He, they were asking like the name of Odin's Ravens and I like buzzed in and told him they were yep. like, and and uh, what's the name of Thor's hammer? And that one was easy and I buzzed yep. in and like. So I used to do quiz ball in high school and. I used to do it in elementary. Hey, but <laughs> I didn't, I, I was mostly on there for like team morale because our best player jackson class clown okay well you didn't answer any questions i answered answered one question and it was she goes uh what is the name of thor's hammer i immediately buzzed in i was like mjolnir and she goes i uh and the lady goes and the other person was just like yeah that's right and she's like mjolnir mjolnir but for that class i uh i walked in late on the day that we're supposed to do the the game and like get bonus points and i was like hey can i join y'all's team and they're like oh no sorry we're full and i was like oh yeah this is gonna be fun and so i got two random guys or like a group of random people who knew nothing about it right and i went up there and destroyed every team and did so well that like i got more bonus points because i was like the guy yeah who like who answered the most stuff and i think i got a puzzle too and I left, and I was like, "What do you issue a riddle before you left?" I don't understand. What? How do you do a puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> he gave me like a jigsaw puzzle, oh, like oh. as a gift. <laughs> I, I, I was pictured it as like, man, this guy's too good. We're gonna have to really give him something. <laughs> the, the next question is puzzle, <laughs> and you would just say solved. Like, <gasps> I thought it was like before you like left the class, the teacher pulled you aside and just gave you like this intense riddle that you're still trying to figure out to this yeah. day. No, it was it was one of the most satisfying moments ever where I just like like Captain America sh- and I just immediately go vibranium right. with a adamantium alloy. If we're going by comics, if we're going by movies, it's just yeah, vibranium. It's just vibranium. And so and so everybody was just getting really mad that I was destroying them. It was so beautiful. I loved every every second of that game. The rest of the class, yeah, I bombed. Oh, all the physics and shit. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, that that. was the worst part of that class. Was the actual class part. Yeah. God, it was good. It was good. In high school, me and we had this. I had a friend named Dylan, who was a very good artist. Like he could draw whatever you wanted, and so we would come up with all these different characters. That we wanted ourselves to be, and he would just draw them out. So like, I, uh, so I was like basically Thor, but I had like a gauntlet on, and whenever I'd like, whenever I'd like smash my hand on something, then I would turn <laughs> into my into my into my superhero character. So it was, I was like Shazam. 
But you, well, you know how uh, Donald Donald Blake, that's Thor, alter ego, right? Yeah, how he'd like hit his stick on stuff. Yeah, it was basically like I'd slam my hand down, and then I'd have my gauntlet on, and I'd have like all my <laughs> shit, and then I'd have electric powers. What are you laughing at? Yeah, Barrett, what's I going was, on? It just sparked a memory <laughs> in me of of when I was in the the eighth grade. And I was in uh, just one of the basic like computer classes where we learned about Microsoft Word and shit. Yeah. And CBA. Uh, it wasn't that one. It was a different one. But yeah, that one has plenty of stories in itself. But um, we were supposed to make a superhero mm-hmm. on Microsoft Word, only using like the shapes and stuff. And so this was like a week long project. And um, I'm just sitting on my row. And I'm just trying to come up with something that looks so like I'm not good at making things that l- look visually good. Like or I'm not a good artist. I'm not a good like, especially in all the engineering classes, I couldn't make any sort of contraption or anything like that or make yeah. a car or like any of the things that you should be able to make with your hands. I can't do it. So I was kind of struggling. I was just hoping it would look good and th- worked on it for the entire week. And at the end, I'm like, OK, this is decent. And I looked over and uh, the kid who sat next to me, his name is Ishmael. And um, he had been working just as hard, I thought, as yeah. me. And I look over and glance at his screen, and it's just a big black dick. It's just on his <laughs> Microsoft Word. <laughs> That's all he has created in an entire week. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you say, hero. just y'all talking about the superheroes, and that yeah. just made me think of it for a second. Yeah. There was one time whenever our, me and my best friend like the third grade john we uh i'd go to his house like every single day and we'd play superheroes on the trampoline and it was we we're just a bunch of nerds and we'd like have lightsaber fights all the time and there was one time we came up with these characters where i was iron man's son and he was cap's son and i was he was sam and i was ryan and we'd play those characters on the trampoline for just hours and hours and it was the best and so in like the ninth grade he did something to piss me off i was like so i killed him so i killed him <laughs> But I go, like, damn it, John. I was like, I'm going to tell everybody about Ryan. And he just goes, or he's like, oh, fuck. I can't remember how it went. <laughs> now the whole story is ruined. Wow. I'm going to tell everyone about Ryan. Nonetheless, <laughs> I, I was going to bring up this very, like, childish, embarrassing moment when you're in the ninth grade. Right. And then I didn't even think about the fact that I was with him the entire time and was going to destroy myself in the process. Yeah. But God, I was ready to tell everybody about how we were just a giant. Hey, nerds. everyone. Calls Ryan. himself Ryan. <laughs> but he was actually Sam. <laughs> I just saw Haley. <laughs> I love superheroes so much. Me too. When, uh, so, like, before all the movies and shit. What's your favorite superhero? Flash? Is that what you said? Yeah, Flash. Barry Allen. Okay, yeah. Um, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. But, so my dad... He always had like a ton of comics and everything, and so whenever I was little, he gave me all of them. And I was like looking through them, and I a few years later I found out I was like reading about like really famous comic books or like the covers or just like most expensive ones. I was like, when Stacy's dying in this one, and I was like, wait a second, and I went and looked, and I had I had the no issue way. where Gwen dies, but my dad whenever he was little. Rip the dust cover off of Bro. it. And it's like, the rest of it is like, like all the pages are yeah. still like perfect. There's no tears or anything, but the, but the cover page is completely ripped off. <sighs> That's aggravating, dude. I could sell that for... S- Kill your dad? 
I could kill my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot your dad in Reno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, y'all, y'all talk. I'm actually gonna look up the price of of that. Just a comic book. Barry, do you have a favorite superhero? Homelander. Duh. I haven't seen The Boys. The Boys is something else. I I think season two is much worse than season one, but it's still decent i guess season one is so good though but I, the comics are really where it's at yeah and it's just so unforgiving constantly that once you just get used to it you're like okay i'll just deal with these children dying or like <laughs> like once you just get into the world it's so hard to not enjoy it so much that's the way uh preacher is because the preacher comics like slap but the show not good <laughs> and i thought season one did a good job of just Adapting the comics and stuff. What was the price? It, it, it just well, of... well, now, hold on. This is what it's listed for. This is on eBay. This is listed on eBay. It's like, here's one for 305 Here's one for 483 That one's a 9.0, like, uh, rice purity score. Um, <laughs> and then a 9.2, this dude's trying to sell it for 1100 But an 8.0 is going for 230 so... But let's see, uh, oh, poop. Let's, uh... Be careful on there. Oh, I just bought, like, six. Uh, no, I'm trying to see, uh, you can filter... Yeah, don't worry, You're gonna get that cover. By... <laughs> I'm gonna buy a more expensive oh, one. And rip the cover off that one and put it on my original. Finally. It's perfect now, and it's just so torn everywhere. I'm trying to see, like, ones that have actually been, um... Here, let me look. Bought. Oh, yeah, you just got, like, six nudes while I was... Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Yeah, sorry. They just kind of came through from my phone. Uh, <laughs> the joke I told wasn't nearly that yeah, funny, so what are you thinking of? I was going to say... Are you trying to tell it? You should tell it right now? Yeah, trying to think. I was going to say, oh, sorry, that's just my mom. Okay, which is not funny, good. which yeah. is not super funny, but I just thought it was, and so I was... Just laughing pretty hard. One time uh, I was watching a movie with uh, Emily and our friend Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is not super big on cuss words. Uh, and we were watching this movie and making fun of it. And uh, she said, ah, crack open that butt. And then we didn't <laughs> laugh. And she said, ah, it would have been funnier if I said ass. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. <laughs> Crack open that butt. <laughs> Would have been funnier if I said ass. <laughs> you remember when we had uh, those those two high schoolers stay in our <laughs> dorm room that one night for <laughs> for the college? Like, uh, what's oh, the best bro. way to describe it? Yeah, but like, what is it? What's the best way to describe it? Uh, it's like a is? tour, but it's like overnight, yeah. basically. It's like give high school kids the college experience, but not really. Like, yeah, just they stay. get to attend a class and like, yeah. So we like had these two homeschooled kids stay. Oh. Our- Dude, one of them's in my social club now. Oh, how nice. It's nice not uh, not that one. Yeah, not that one. Not Hans Zimmer. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the cooler one, which okay. is sad. Yeah, not that there was a competition really, but <laughs> honestly, uh, that uh, the other kid really was nice though. Yeah, like I had no beef with him at all. Thought he was great. It was just the one moment that we had because the night that they stayed happened to be the night that Lil Wayne dropped his new album, Drop Carter Five. <gasps> I remember where I was that night. And so, in <laughs> was our it, living room, nine eleven. No, it was. 
<laughs> it was during it was during Tiger Tunes. Yeah. And yeah. my and I had some like high school buddies come watch it because they'd never seen it. We all went back to my apartment. And I was hoping Sykes would you know, talk to people. I and, when you said it to watch it because they'd never seen it, I still thought you were talking I about Carter like five. five too. <laughs> no. So we like go back and I was like, All right, Sykes, you know, be friends. Make go make friends. Go make friends, Sykes. And then he just goes Car five just dropped, and so all he did was sit on the floor next to our speaker and listen while, while these people are over. And I was just like, "I'm I'm glad that Sykes is going through the same thing because uh, in our dorm we were kind of doing the same thing." Yeah, but Donna was really excited about it. We didn't get 45 seconds into the first song before one of these homeschooled kids stands up, goes to the Bluetooth speaker, and stops the music and says, "I just I can't do it." He said, "I'm sorry, I just can't." And we were like. Bro, what? Like, I get it. You know, like, you aren't a fan. And, like, you know, looking back now, I'm kind of sorry. Like, you know, just to kind of assume that I could play this crass, vile, <laughs> secular music. Yeah, how dare you? But he took it a step further by just being like, the only real music, the only thing I consider to be real music <laughs> is Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I know. Hans and I was Zimmer. like, don't get me wrong. Real- Hans Zimmer's great. Yeah. But like... To classify his music as the only real That's the only music. real music? This dude sucks. So, I can't remember if it was me or Trent, but one of us went to the bathroom with the speaker and plugged it up and then played Deep Throat by Cupcake at full <laughs> volume while we took a shower. Because <laughs> that dude's not... We locked the door, but he wasn't going to walk in there while we were no, naked and yeah. turn it off. He forced his head. <laughs> That's... But, like, don't do not do that. Don't be a chotch. Like... I mean, he, he walked up there with the confidence of someone who Babe has done Ruth that before. going yeah. to just nail a ball out of the yeah. bar. Like, this is not the first time he has turned off music. Uh, He's like, oh, I so, on someone else's speaker, like the balls on that That's kid. That's insane. It's like it's as if he's had no socialization before, him, oh. and he's homeschooled. That's weird. I'm sorry was... to all the homeschooled kids out there, but you're really hey, yeah. weird. I was homeschooled <laughs> for a little bit. My sister's homeschooled right now. She's so weird, dude. She is really weird. <laughs> no, but your sister. But she's not she, socially awkward. Your sister awkward. just started being homeschooled. She's not like socially awkward, so it's like no, fine. But she's totally weird. No, but yeah. th- no, there's definitely the homeschool kids whose parents are definitely good about having them involved in either sports or just some sort of like social thing activities. that's like a few times a week. Like at least have that. Yeah. yeah. See, whenever even when I so I was homeschooled to the second grade, and I still played like I went and played soccer every week. Like right, knew all of these people who were not homeschooled. It yeah. was so. But not every parent is like that. Some parents would be like, my kid will go to like youth group once a week and that will be the one thing that they do. Uh, And and if they talk about Spongebob, I'm going to (laughs) come up there and I am going to kill someone. (laughs) See, I'm just going to throw my kids off at a party when they're like six and be like, go, go meet people. Find a way home. What kind of party? Like a birthday party. Of someone random? Yeah. (laughs) Random age. Bunch too. of first 15- balloons we see, you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of 15 year olds having a birthday party. He's going there and he's got to find his own way home. <laughs> Six years old. <laughs> At a 15 year old birthday party, who's going to drive him home? He's still not the age yet. The parents. The parents will drive him home. Oh, okay. But he'll still have to talk to somebody. Yeah. You got to figure out. Hi, a way my home. dad's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your name? Ansel the Fifth. Yeah, that makes sense. Get yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
I'm gonna kill you. Now. Son of the ham sandwich boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that anymore. You gotta let that boy breathe. I don't I don't do that anymore. <laughs> We've switched roles in this friendship. <laughs> Bear used to go on the playground and do this to entertain people. <laughs> that's wonderful. They that's, would ask. That's kind. I'm I'm moving my stomach up and down, jiggling it. I think it'll pick up on some sort of seismograph. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bear. Ham. 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 Sandwich. Boy. Sykes is just plugging his ears right now. It's like, damn, dude, they're getting it. This is better than Carter Five. <laughs> I can put a beat over something. We can just do one word, one word each. No, I'm very bad at those. Damn. Like you know, Sam, Clam, <laughs> Man, Son. What? <laughs> oh, I thought I keep thinking you're gonna jump in. Like you look like you're ready. No, I'm just, I'm just. Going along with it and just looking back at y'all. I think you're going to jump in. You look like you're ready. But instead, you just keep nodding your head like a fucking idiot. Uh, I realize that I'm not really good. Like it's jelly. Yeah. This is not going to work. You think you're so smooth when you talk like butter. But when you get to the mic, you drop it like a flutter. (laughs) What the fuck was that? I loved it. But the thing I've, I've come to realize I'm very bad about that is because Sykes, we used to watch a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Right. And he would always want to do an Irish drinking song. Bro, that's the worst part of the show. And I was like, I can't do this, Sykes. I was like, I will mess this. I can't rhyme. So he just did four in a row by himself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the living room and he's doing the little jig. Oh, just panting by the end he's of it. He's just like, how can, how can you not get this answer? <laughs> Y'all are big Who's Line friend fans? A big Who's Line friend, yeah. Big Who's Line friend. Yeah, Colin Mockery. And Ryan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was a bigger Colin fan. That's Wayne, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady was fantastic. He was easily the most talented, for sure. Yeah. He's also Wayne Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's I awesome. love Wayne Brady. He's so sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you guys. <laughs> Do you know Look. we're getting married? <laughs> Drew Carey was probably the worst part about that show. I mean, Greg Proops was on there. Was he the fourth? Well, the fourth rotated, remember? Yeah. I'm just, did he rotate into the fourth a lot? Yeah. I think I know. It was I think I... uh like Greg Proops, Chip Eston, your grandma met him. Oh yeah. Do you know that? What? Grandma yeah. and your mom yeah, met went, Chip uh, Eston. He huh. had like a concert or something. Huh. In uh in a city. And, yeah. and he opened? Nashville. Yeah. Cause he's on that show. And so there's a there's a picture that my grandma has framed of her and Charles Heston. Just Charles Heston? Or is that, is that, no. I, I, Wait. <laughs> right now these names are, there's this, like. I thought his name was Chip. Is which it? I think is short for Charles. Is it? What else Wait, would it be short yeah, for? Yeah, who's, yeah, the because, planet, who's the planet of the apes guy? 
I don't know, but I was gonna say I think I think Chip is short uh, for Charles. Oh my god, yeah, and he was in Ben Hur. Um, because oh, I'm oh. also thinking that's Charles Heston. It's something know. Heston. Oh god. But I was gonna say, but I, this is Chip Eston. Eston Heston. But I was gonna say I know that Charles or Chip is short for Charles because at one point John Mulaney calls his father Chip. The other one he calls it Charles. Wow, look at that. That knowledge Thank coming you, through. John Mulaney. Hope you're doing well out of rehab. Charlton Heston is Charlton one of the Heston. Apes. Uh, and damn you, dirty, dirty damn. And but, it's Charles Eston. Okay, so that there was also a uh, Robin Williams for like an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, a burbed. That's good. Yeah. And then there was um, his name Brad, and also Paisley. Brad Paisley yeah, was it's... on there. And uh, Jeff Davis. That's Foxworthy. Right. Jeff Davis Foxworthy. Epstein. We forgot to think the podcast ended, (laughs) and it did. Uh, It did. Yeah, it's over now. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, that's it. That's we ended it on that. How did we start this one? What was the first conversation? Can anybody remember? I think we were talking about wiping uh, mom, mom's butt. You know, you know how we do. We gotta end it like we started. All right, <laughs> bend over, Gunner. We get that frying pan out. We're gonna test this theory. <laughs> Jesus. Or no, that's a hit you with for you to poop in. Yeah, neither is good for me. Oh. Follow us on Instagram. No. No, we don't do that. YouTube. We get more action on our Instagram than we do on our YouTube channel. So actually, people on our Instagram. Go Hype watch up our the YouTube, YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe like some tweets. We don't tweet. I don't tweet enough about that. It's so much easier to post a story than to tweet. Not <laughs> really fair enough. Um. Well. Epstein. <laughs>